No, at some point did we talk about that, how my character apparently won something in Ghazi's Kingdom Wrestling Federation? I'm so pissed, because he sent me a DM and was like, hey, the live stream's starting up, and I'm like, I looked at my phone, muttered, fuck you, Ghazi, I'm watching Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector <laughs> for the fifth time. <laughs> I can't. And I watched the stream back later, and I was like, I wonder if he used us in any match. And then I see you, in a ladder match, climb up, grab the briefcase and pull it down and i went fuck yes and apparently it's a title where all you have to do is message gazi and you get a you get a title shot that's the full i'm like well that's a good way to grow a community buddy but that being uh... said gazi next live stream after this goes up me versus blake versus dylan triple threat for that title book it come on gazi you gotta do it now Welcome to Fight Boys, this is a weekly podcast about professional, about professional and not so professional wrestling. I am your host, your host Scotty, Scotty Moore, Moore. Joined, as joined as always by, by the plattest man on the planet, on the planet Blake, Blake Tanner. Tanner. Whoa, I didn't even get to introduce myself this week. I know, Dylan was just going, so I was like, I gotta keep pace. Um, I'm God also forbid e- that you just cut the audio like a normal person would have. It's not like you have to edit this or anything. Is that an option? Just click and mute? (laughs) I don't know, man. You're the guy with all the buttons over there. Uh, Also, Dylan's here. I am. The Lord of the Smark side is in the building. So, boys, it's been a week of wrestling once again. I don't know, man. Because, like, you know, depending on who you talk to... Monday was just a repeat of last Monday, so I don't even know if that counts as a week. We lost a day, so it was really only six days of wrestling. The only thing about Monday, like, Monday was so bad that even Cody Rhodes was like, was it that bad, guys? Like, I don't even think he was trying to be like, y'all are being negative. I think he was genuinely like, I didn't see the show. Was it actually that bad? And then the answer was yes. Uh Uh-huh. The only thing I'm liking coming out of it is Alexa Bliss being women's general manager. Is that what's going on? I didn't watch it either. Basically, yeah. Okay. Uh, see, the thing I liked most about it was that uh, for the mixed match, match, eh, mixed match challenge, uh, Ember Moon's new partner is fucking Curtis Hawkins. And <laughs> what? So yeah, Curtis Hawkins is her new is her new partner. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think they're like almost in the at the at the end point. So I wanted to be that. That's how he gets his first win. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Because no. the winners of it get to pick their spots in the Royal Rumble or something. That, or no, get they to be last. Come in thirty. Yeah, come uh, in thirty. So I want Kurt Hawkins to come in dead last, walk, march to that ring, and then just get like picked up, like press slammed by like Braun or somebody. Just Ugh! like oh, that's all I want in life. You saw that's why they took AJ out of that tournament, right? Yeah. It wasn't injury. It wasn't because he wanted less. I mean, he does want less time on the road. But it was because these are our two most valuable SmackDown superstars. To quote them, not me. We cannot have them eating a pin. Put Jeff Hardy in there and let him eat every pin for the rest Uh of the tournament. And then let Samoa Joe come out and hurt Jeff Hardy in every other way. The emotional way. Shit, dude. I is watched o- that Is Asuka still in the tournament? Pardon? Oscar. Oh, uh, Asuka? 
I think Oscar. Yeah, they're still in the tournament. Yeah. Oscar, I'm here too. And then you and then you insert the lyrics for the song, but in Japanese. Oh fuck, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah. Speaking let- of Oscar, WWE made me happy and sad at the same moment. Also, if it, I want you to know that as soon as like uh, Survivor Series is over, Scotty, I'm gonna need you to log off of WWE Network so I can use your account so I can watch that match because for the first time in like a year and a half, I'm like that's a match I actually like deep down want to see. Yeah, I want that match more than I want the fucking triple threat between Sasha and Charlotte and Becky. Like, so our freaking Charlotte. And Becky and Oscar, that's that's a match. That because mm-hmm. that's no DQ. So that means fucking crazy ass Charlotte with the kendo sticks can start coming out <laughs> swinging at people. <laughs> I was very happy that they announced that. And match. it's, a, it's like, a TLC match. It's fucking TLC match for three people. Oh my god! Someone's gonna also, die. It's a good thing because when I first heard that the three were gonna be in a match, I was like, oh, did they put Oscar in just to eat the pin to keep the other two? Nope. Nope. TLC match, baby. TLC, baby. Charlotte is Charlotte is going to moonsault off a fucking ladder. Think about how beautiful that's going to look. Oh, yeah. Like, I hope Asuka does, like, a hip attack, like, onto the floor from, like, a ladder, just, like, ass to somebody's orbital. <laughs> just knocks them out. Oh, how, my God. How possible would it be for Charlotte to do bow down to someone as they're about to get the title? You would have to have another ladder set up behind it. Charlotte oh, you mean would natural to... selection? <laughs> she would have to jump over a ladder and then somehow survive as she crashed down. I mean, if Kalisto survived the fucking, like... That Selena fucking... Del Sol? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that destroyed one of the Usos. I feel like anybody can do anything. Mm-hmm. By the way, have I ever told you my favorite part of that match from years ago... That I found the most wasn't that Selena Del Sol wasn't anything else. It was the fact that fucking um, Austin, or sorry, okay, uh, Xavier Woods, pinpoint accurately chucked a trombone from <laughs> the floor to hit Kalisto on the ladder, like yep. dead center, middle of the back. I couldn't make that throw if you gave me ten tries. He one take. One mm-hmm. fucking take. I hope that that wasn't, like, his original plan, and he was actually trying not to hit Kalisto. I hope there was- I know there was probably a backup where, like, he got in the ring and, like, pulled him down or something, but the fact that he just speared him with it, just, <laughs> oh. It's on par with, and I think we've talked about it on the show still, that, tri- or that Christmas- I think it was a Miracle on 34th Street fight- where Randy Orton is chasing, I think it was David Otunga, chasing oh, after him. he pelts him with the box, and he doesn't know what to do afterwards. He's just like, shit, that wasn't supposed to happen. I don't know what to do now. He was supposed to get away, fuck. Oh, Randy God. starts corpsing so fucking fast after it happens. Like, he's, it's not even a try not to laugh. He turns to the camera and is laughing his ass off at it. <sighs> but no, going back to uh, the triple threat match, I did send you... Both the worst case and best case scenario, which was best case scenario, Asuka pins Charlotte. That way she gets redemption for all of these defeats by Charlotte here's, over the here's, years. Here's the problem Stretch- with that. Uh, it's a TLC match. Oh, no yeah. one can pin anyone. So okay. you fundamentally it- don't even understand the match. I've seen TLC matches where you can get the pin. There what? have been There have been pinfall TLC matches. I guarantee it. 
That it wasn't a TLC match. It was a no DQ match with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the chair. That was the stairs There's... match. The big show. <laughs> oh no. Tables, that's, ladders, chairs, and stairs! That's my favorite blip on WWE, is the fact that if you go to the TLC page, they're like, alternate names, tables, ladders, chairs, dot, 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 and stairs. And it, next to it, it should have just said, the year of a mistake. <laughs> but, no, I sent you best case scenario. Oscar win. Charlotte keeps chasing her for the title, stretch that out to Mania. Asuka finally gets a big win over Charlotte, pins her, redemption. Then, Becky wins the Royal Rumble, faces Rousey in the main event of Mania. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario, take everything I just said and swap Becky and Charlotte. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's good. I'm just watching that fucking match between Orton and Otunga for that moment again. It's worth it. It's worth the moment. Damn it. Blake was like making me. I was like, I made a funny. And then Blake's like, you did, but so did Randy Orton with a fucking present a long time ago. If if you had Randy Orton, like, in the background as you were describing your good ideas, like, they could be so much better. Oh, oh by the way, speaking of, I'm sorry. Um, I should probably save this for a segment, too, but fuck it. Who cares? Uh, speaking of wrestling, new news coming out. Um... So you know how I speculated about how the elite were going to make their own like wrestling agency? Yeah. Uh they decided to just like like not bother with that and then are potentially making their own company. Oh yeah, we were going to talk about this that I still am not positive it's them. I'm thinking like here's the thing cuz business is so cutthroat that what if just the guy who owns the uh fucking football team is like, "Okay guys, we're just going to buy up everything before they get a chance to. Right, here's the thing. If they had done that, then the Bucks wouldn't want their name around it. Oh, like, the Bucks that would pro- be No, no, the- no. But, like, no, they would have come out and, like, been like, that's not us. They wouldn't have used that. They would have been like, I don't want somebody else getting the rub Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Also, somebody went through Cody's fucking Twitter and pointed out, what what's the football team, uh, what's the... The Jaguars? The Jaguars. started calling the Jaguars a while back? Yeah. yeah he was, yeah, and he was, um, like, they think this is a good year to be a Jaguars fan. Oh. It's, and they're doing I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, here's the reason why I didn't want it to be true. Because, like, Double or Nothing, great name. All In 2, good name. All Out, good name. Then there's, what was it, Tuesday Night? Dynamite. Tuesday Night Scorpion. Like, it's such a... It's, no, it's Tuesday Night Dynamite. It sounds like a JWF name, and that's why I was like, guys, don't be chomping our flavor right now, guys. <laughs> oh, I would I would at least watch it once just to say, yeah, I watched Tuesday Night Dynamite. I, I And if it's st- good, then yeah. Hey, by the way, did you watch The Marine 6? I didn't watch The Marine 6 because Mystery Science Theater 3000 just released their new season and the first episode was Mac and Me. So I was oh, like, no, I can't. I have to right, watch this. Right. God, I love how much that movie is just a horrible, like, plan to get E.T. money from I, well, McDonald's. <laughs> unless, you're, unless, you're, unless you're Paul Rudd, in which case you bring it up and every time you're on Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Um, but no, going back to The Marine 6... It was a shocking conversation to my girlfriend where I talked to her and I was like, hey, you got Amazon Prime, right? 
Yeah, cool, we need to rent something tonight. What, the Marine 6? I don't care. Yeah, but we need to watch it. What's it about? No fucking idea. <laughs> and I knew I couldn't explain why I wanted to watch it, because A, it would spoil the movie for her, and B, she'd have no idea. Would you gentlemen mind if I spoiled the Marine 6? Go for uh, it. Does, does, does Becky Lynch kick someone in the dick? <laughs> no, but she is apparently the bad guy. Oh, amazing. And amazing. also the Miz fucking dies. Good. <gasps> what? <laughs> awesome. They so, killed the Miz. So here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So in the, I think it's the Marine 5. Is that the one where Bo Dallas is in it? <laughs> That's the one where like Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, there's like yeah. five of them. It's like MacGruber 2015. Like, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bo Dallas, from what I've seen of that movie, is actually a really good fucking villain. And, like, <laughs> I'm wholly believable in the part. So Becky Lynch being that, I can just see her walking around, like, almost in her now, her new character gimmick, and just just being like, yeah, go take care of him. Yeah. Can't be like, you bunch of fucking wankers. Is it like that that one Marine, the one of the Marines, there's so many now, where Summer Rae was one of the bad guys, and then, like, she had all of this build up through the movie and just fucking died. Yeah, she died in the third one. Mm. Yeah. The, uh, the third one but the no, from one. what I've read, Becky Lynch is the, no pun, the linchpin of this, uh, this movie. Like, she's uh. the only good part of it. Uh, you mean you mean Shawn Michaels isn't a world class actor? Well, my favorite was the fact that someone Oof. brought this up because Shawn Michaels has to play like a former Marine, and they're like, "Why didn't he shave his head before this?" Oh, he shaved his head for a movie part. He had uh, he was in yeah. an independent film in Texas. Yeah, he talked about it on um, the Edge and Christian uh, podcast. Yeah. But he didn't shave it for when he played a fucking Marine. No, he didn't. In his words, he shaved it for when he played an abusive dad that got sick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give you and that. Anyway, song. anyway, does Becky does Becky live? I'm sure Becky lives, but I don't think she's going to be the Marine 7. I just love literally wrestling ink wrote an entire article that was just the interview with the director talking about when he got the text saying the Miz will die. And he was just like, he looked at his phone and he goes, this is going to be a great fucking movie. <laughs> he was like, this is exciting. We got to do this up to the best. Oh, I thought you were like, the Miz got that on a text message. He looked down, he looked back up. He looked at the sky and said, thank you. <laughs> No, now, now, I can, like, now I can you... make the sequel to that shitty Christmas film I made with Paige. Yeah. <laughs> or he looks up at the sky and goes, there's always 12 rounds, three. <laughs> or four. I don't know which four. one we're at. No, no, because three was, three was uh, Dean Ambrose. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Holy shit. Dean Ambrose, who, uh, who was in the worst heel segment I've ever seen. You mean the first ever heel segment that made me cringe? Yeah. The weird one? I mean... I need this one in my hip. That's eh, worth it. Takes pants off. Like, what the fuck? Do you know why I didn't like that? And it's because... It's not because, like, it was cringeworthy because of the situation or anything. I hated it because it was giving a message that it's like... Yeah, Dean Ambrose, he's getting his vaccinations. He's a bad guy. That means vaccinations are bad. What a heel. He's getting his what flu shot on time. 
It's, getting, it's not even on time. You're late as shit to get a flu shot now. It's December, basically. What he if was, that was, was it? Dean was like, they, like, Dean was there, and they're like, okay, you need your flu shot to work. And he's like, I haven't gotten mine yet. Well, you need to get it. Can I do a promo while I get my flu shots? Of course. Like, the outside promo... I, want them to, I wanted them to be like, you can. I don't know if you should. Like... Okay, the outside promo where he burned the vest. That was good. The one where he's just sitting on the car. All right, I'm fine with that. We're just kind of, like, going yeah. in a downward spiral of places for Dean Ambrose to have his promos. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know the old... What's he going to uh, do next? Is he just going to be on the toilet next week? No, he's going to be at a McDonald's. <laughs> so, so you, there was a... Cody Rhodes did an interview for Sam Roberts where it was just like, yeah, after a while you get tired of taking chicken shit and trying to make chicken salad and you're like why don't you just give me chicken salad and i can see what i can make out of that and i feel it's that thing where they feel like they can hand dean ambrose anything and god damn it he tried he committed to that bit that bit did not fail because of dean ambrose that bit failed because it fundamentally sucked every dick in the city yeah. yep i yeah i do want to pl- i do want to say that like dean tried his best you could tell he did now, his thing uh, hold but- on Mm. This did start last week where he said everyone there stinks to a point where he could not be around them covering up his mouth. This week he's having to get injections to stay away from them. When will it be revealed that Dean Ambrose is allergic to the WWE universe? Oh, see, I thought I thought you were going to be like, when will it be revealed that Dean Ambrose has an autoimmune deficiency? <laughs> um, do you just mean HIV, because I think that they could play the AIDS angle with Dean Ambrose really well. No, not after the Freddie Mercury biopic just came out, because then he'll become a babyface again. <laughs> oh, I guess. No, 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 also- wait! This is why he had to leave the Shield! Because they walk through the WWE universe, and he's like, you guys were getting me sick every fucking week. I was coughing and throwing up after every... He looks at the audience, he's like, it's not you personally, I'm just... I can't be around you. Alright, that's enough of this. Moving on. I want to <laughs> buy Samoa Joe's cookies. <laughs> that's a glowing again? endorsement if I've ever fucking heard it. Uh, that's all That's all I wanted to say. We started talking about Joe earlier because it was in the fucking notes, but we got um, sidetracked. Dude, I, so need... I have no idea what went on with Samoa Joe. All I saw is the gif of him throwing a can at a child and knocking that child the fuck out, so... and I've never loved Samoa <laughs> Joe more. This was on the Edge and Chris, the newest um, episodes of the Edge and Christian show, if you can what? believe it. Oh, shut your mouth! I just looked at the show notes where all I put was damn Joe in reference to... Joe's making reference to, like, some dark things in Jeff Hardy's past. We need to talk about this. Meanwhile, my compatriot, Blake Tanner, has edited it to say, Damn, Joe, I want to buy your fucking cookies. <laughs> he fucking I wanna, I wanna, see, see, I would have edited it to be like, Damn, Joe, you got good aim. <laughs> Knock that kid the fuck out. In that same segment, though, a dude comes by and says, Yeah, I don't like the Samoa cookies. Joe takes him, puts his head in his car, and slams the car door on him repeatedly, murdering that man. Yeah. Because what the he's fuck selling are his we own talking about. What is going on? Okay, I'm gonna lay this out really quick for you, Scotty. There's a Girl Scout selling Girl Scout cookies. Oh, she is doesn't it from have Edge and Christian the show? 
I thought you meant the podcast, and I'm like, yeah. what the he fuck? He murders somebody on the podcast, Scotty. Where have you been? We've taken snuff films, but we've put them on podcasts now. It's the 21st century. Get with the times. So now it's legal, because you're not showing a murder. You're just listening to it. He takes over this girl's turf, and then he starts selling cookies like a boss, except he doesn't sell any cookies. He pelts a child with a box <laughs> of cookies. He murders a man. And then he doesn't sell any cookies. Fuck, I need to watch this show so badly. This is also the se- I don't- I think this is either the same episode or, like, in the same group of episodes where Bray Wyatt is now a, um... A what is it where you help someone give birth? You're fucking, like... Oh, um... A wet nurse? Your, uh, nurse thing? Yeah, the nurse... Fuck. Lady lady nurse birth giver, health inspector. Lady nurse birth giver, yes. That's that's what he plays. Midwife. And it is fan... Um, midwife, thank you. There we go. He plays either that or a doctor, but he's just talking about how, oh yeah, I help give birth now. That explains where he's been this whole time. That is where he's been, and it's fucking fantastic. I mean, I've just... How much do they go against what Vince McMahon would want said? Because this is also the first ever reference the Bullet Club has ever had was from ENC. Um, I've only seen a few clips because I don't have the network. Um, so I haven't seen the whole episodes. Oh, okay. But it is, like, if you've seen the, uh, the skits with Bray Wyatt in it before, where it's like, oh, we're just throwing kayfabe out the window, basically. It Mm. is that to the max. He God says a line him. at one point, and he goes into his normal voice, and I swore that Bo Dallas took over his soul. <laughs> oh, but you know who takes over my soul, guys? Fucking Gazi. And all of the rest of our patrons at patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's right, that's the website where you can support us. It helps keep the show going. It pays for all the overhead from hosting fees and from all of that extra bullshit we have to deal with. It supports us, and you get perks like access to our exclusive Discord where you can hang out, chat, wrestle with us, do all that fantastic stuff, and you get shouted out on the show of your choice at what? You alright, Blake? You just said chat, wrestle with us, and I want to know what that is. Chat, wrestle. You chat about wrestle. Chat wrestle. <laughs> it's like chat roulette. It's like chat except... roulette, but worse. Yeah. No, chat wrestle is like wrestle talk for idiots. <laughs> hey, y'all, welcome to chat wrestle. Um. Also, Gazi, uh, putting you on blast today, like every week now. Apparently, why haven't I fought for a title yet? You have. I mean, you did. You lost. Yeah, you mm. did. You got. You were the last one in the elimination chamber match. You pinned the third to last guy, then immediately turned around and got laid the fuck out and pinned for the victory. No, I remember that. I mean, just since then. Oh, okay. What? He's over there. Like, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. Dylan. Dylan's had these innumerable opportunities. What you got? Innumerable. Me? I had one. <laughs> I'm just better than you. How about you accept it? You yeah. need to take a cold, hard look at yourself in the mirror. Might be hard due to your, you know, like lackluster vision. And then you got to admit, you know, eh? maybe, <laughs> maybe just... I'm better than you. H- hold on. But you know. Who's... Oh, God, look at your fucking face. 
You know who's better? No, no, that's than all the of mirror. Them? That's the mirror next to the computer screen. You gotta no, stop. No, I've got, I've got your, uh, I've got your, I've got your video pulled up, son. Ah. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty's webcam's out. It's all. It can only be you. It's always, it was always <laughs> you, Dylan. All right, oh. guys. It's time to get to the best part of the show every single week, and it's now time to. Fucking do dust watch with crazy Dustin, and this is the first time we've ever messaged crazy Dustin. Cuck, cuck, crazy at, dust at uh, at sexy Chucky T. Uh, good job beating the shit out of that Samoan in uh, in New Japan. Uh, try to hug things out with Tranty Locks. You probably don't want to lose your last bit of emotional support. (laughs) I've changed it to, hey, sexy Chucky T, we're scared of you now. (laughs) Do you want us to stop? (laughs) In all caps, we're going to respond, yes. (laughs) And then next week we get our balls back, and then it turns out we've tag teamed with Trent. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I've I've got a better one. Hey, at... Switchblade <laughs> at JYNZ. <laughs> Can you get at Sexy Chucky T to follow us? He's not listening to us anymore. Nice. But he's he's starting to go emo, so maybe he'll listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> he won't respond to us, but he's getting pretty emo. So, so he maybe might he'll... listen mm-hmm. to you. There you go. Should I include the knife pervert hashtag? Yes, always. The fuck do you think you're doing? I think that's the only thing he looks at now. <laughs> <laughs> they call me a knife pervert? No, fuck him. <laughs> I did, they call me a fuck knife pervert. I like it. I should They're be right. a knife pervert. I, I like Whoa. it. I think I'll put it on a t-shirt that no one will buy. <laughs> Can't believe I'm not already a knife pervert, actually. Knife Pervert sounds like a rejected character from Big Mouth. (laughs) Oh, I've still yet to see Big Mouth. Is it any good? It's pretty good. I did see an animated child's dick within the first ten minutes. So, uh, I mean, if you're against that, don't watch it. Oh, man. Wow, I typed Dustwatch 2019. I'm already prepping for the future, you guys. You made, uh, Dylan took his headset off and he's just resting his eyes now. He's just like, it's take, Scotty's typing ratio is not fast enough. Who? Nope. Um. So James Ellsworth is the worst. James Ellsworth. Did we not talk about him? Well, he's followed up and I just. Oh. He's doubling down on how bad he is. What did he say? It, it, well, it's not like he came out and he's like, yeah, I did it. Fuck you. So what have you, pussy? But but he did. Thanks for the love and the support. Dot, dot, dot. Recently, allegations. Well, hold on. Recently, he basically, allegations. Long story short, he said he sent the photos to an adult and that adult then forwarded them using a fake account to children. Oh really? I've not seen that part. I've only seen his his a um his thing that he put on his Twitter, which is where he posted a screen not I guess a screen grab of where he had written out his I'm not apologizing because I did nothing wrong. I'm still kinda I don't know. <clears throat> That's just 
That's still not the way to do it, though. Listen, once he's in jail, then we can speculate. <laughs> uh, also, until way, proven innocent. Yeah. Scotty. Speaking um, of which, did we ever get a resolution of the fact that J- that Jay Lethal was accused of shit by Taylor Hendricks back in like May? Yeah, I don't think there was a resolution. I think that just kind of fizzled out, and Jay Lethal's now just talking about Ric Flair and before their big promo, he's like, oh, <laughs> "Taylor, who? Ah, uh, whatever." Uh, I, I think, I mean, uh, ROH did an internal investigation for whatever that's worth, and nobody kind of found anything yeah. out, and there were no more allegations. I think there was some talk about her backtracking on the allegation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it was a lot of stuff that just nothing came of it. Yeah, that's basically where that whole situation... It's been a rough year for those that kind of shit. Um... So let's talk about happy things. Have y'all watched the greatest wrestling matches for the New Japan U.S. title so far? Because jo- Well, Joey Ryan and Cody Rhodes have held the greatest two matches I've ever seen for the New Japan United States Championship. Is it? And yes, I am referring to Joey Ryan, the man who just had surgery, and Cody Rhodes, the man who just tore something trying to throw a t-shirt to the crowd. Can I just say, as a sidebar, my favorite thing is when a wrestler hurts themselves when they're not doing wrestling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, they had an Australian show, and they had to honor their commitments, because they're good, they're good, they're good fucking brothers. And first night, their match was a staring contest between the two, at which point the crowd <laughs> chanted, STARE FOREVER! <laughs> oh. And then, the way Joey lost that one was Brandy came off and took off her top in front of him, and he had to look away. Hachi machi. That's good. That's good. And then, of course, there's only one way to settle it after this. A fucking thumb war. Oh. <laughs> Which, both of the matches had Joey pull out the lollipop and just, like, gingerly place it in Cody's mouth. But but the end of uh, the thumb war was the best because he just pulls the hand towards his dick while manically screaming, TOUCH IT! TOUCH IT! And then Cody reverses, thumb on top, one, two, three. three. He wins the title. I I would like to point out the state that you put Dylan in talking about this. Dylan is catatonic, but we're just gonna leave him like this now. <laughs> gets... His eyes slowly opened as we mentioned his name and closed <laughs> right back. <laughs> he just is call like, me when I'm you like talk. three seconds away from just being like, and then this week I learned I'm too tired for this shit, and like just. <laughs> Cutting the recording and going to bed. You no, you are Undertaker levels of promo right now. It's just I'm gonna sit back when I need to say words. I will, and they will matter. And then I'm gonna fade away. <laughs> and then sorry. fade away. So Alex Riley's gone crazy this week, and I was trying to find his Instagram account where it's referenced. And the first one that comes up is. Wrong Alex Riley. It's not me. Incorrect Alex Riley. Mm. What? <clears throat> I guess that I guess that I guess that person didn't want us all to say it to his face. 
Yeah. Did you, speaking of, did you guys see... That's a, hold on. No, shut up. I'm going to recognize Dylan for that. That was a very good one, Dylan. That was... Okay. Re- game recognized game. Uh, did you guys see last week somebody had posted... Um, it was a gif of John Cena versus the Nexus or whenever that was all going on. Yeah. And um, he was just going at the entire Nexus... And mm-hmm. for most of it, it was like, oh, he's gonna, he does a wrestling hit, that's a wrestling hit. And then he just fucking nails Alex Riley. Like, zero prejudice knocks him the fuck down. They do not like each other, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, because John held him back, that's why Alex doesn't like him. Yeah. But I just, I want to talk to John and be like, John, you okay? I think that this is what i've seen and it could very easily not be true but that was a time where cena yeah he was still the top guy but he had been the top guy for a while and he'd been top guy for longer than some of the previous top guys yeah it so was he was worried da- about someone else coming in yeah it was a dangerous point in his career where he was just like trying his best to stay alive mm-hmm and um he did that through like sequestering other people that were kind of like him yeah or by saying that people... <laughs> I love it! Okay, Alex Riley is apparently becoming new Virgil, because his oh, Twitter no. profile just says, God, son of Miss Virginia! And then, wait, what the fuck does this mean? Our next match at John Cena is a DNA match I found. Hashtag hell in your cell. My life's word Angel Mia Vieira, Chris J- who the fuck, I guess that's his parents, maybe? Hashtag, the Christ. What? Meth is, is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I want to is... know what, what does he mean, DNA meth? I want to explore this. This is like a e- an ARG for a non-existent TV show. Is, um, Alex Riley okay? <laughs> That's our new closer for the show. It's not the big ol' hey, this, 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 and now it's just, alright guys, it's been a show. Is Alex Riley okay this week? No. Alright. Have a good one. I mean, that's just like a, um, a classier version of the is test still dead Twitter account. What the f- The answer is always yes. Yes. This one's a picture of Alex sweating at the gym, captioned, BLOOD! Red, red wine! At the Nikki Bella, stay close to me. You're not the only one at John Cena. All I can do is yet to come. What? what? <laughs> Alex, can... it's can... okay to ask for help. Alex, ask for help, please. Alex. Hashtag hustle, loyalty, respect. If you're reading this, it's too late, Stephanie McMahon. I pulled back the curtain by myself. Take a look. You will see. Hashtag DNA drip. Hashtag blood iron. Hashtag got it. At John Cena. Weight is matter, dipshit. See, it's shit like this that makes me realize that what we do on this show to Chuck Taylor is okay. (laughs) Wait. He did just post something, and I'm sorry, uh, audio listeners, you're going to have to go to YouTube to see this. But this is literally what he does. He holds up the John Cena hustle, loyalty, respect hand sign, which is essentially the okay, 
turns his hand, puts down the pinky, puts down that finger, and then just flips off the camera. <laughs> Alex, you know you're not employed by them anymore, right, my dog? You don't, like, you don't have to try this anymore. Mmm. Oh, fuck. So, oh, man, he don't look, he just tweeted at Cardi B. Another thing that this makes me think of is, oh, man, Ryback was real graceful in his, um, (laughs) when he left WWE, when he was fired. Compared to Alex Riley, yeah, apparently. Mm. Speaking of weird bullshit, do you see where Big Show said that Braun Strowman should never bump for Sami Zayn? No. Which also implies that Braun Strowman can never be beaten by Sami Zayn. But yeah, he was Which... he was just like, I went up to Braun Strowman, he had a match with Sami Zayn, and he had a, I, I, it was like a clothesline or something, and he got knocked down, and I said, I don't want to see that shit ever again. Don't you bump for that kid ever again. Why? Don't you bump for one of the best wrestlers in the company. Don't... Fuck you, Big Show. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck your fat ass. Fuck your failed boxing career. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck getting pissed on by Drake Maverick. Well, the logic was... I hope you get pissed on every week, Big Show. <laughs> I think the logic was... Unless well, you can, like it. Could Sami Zayn beat your ass? No. Then why would you, why would you bump for him? Because it's pro wrestling! Holy shit, could The Rock beat you? No, but he did 18 times in the 90s. <laughs> hey, wait, Big Show, could Daniel Bryan beat you? Because he did. He did? Actually, here's the thing. Yes, I actually believe that Daniel Bryan could, like, blow out Big Show's knee and then apply a heel hook. Yeah. Yeah. I'm convinced that Daniel Bryan could literally, that Bryan Daniel Bryan, or Daniel Bryan Danielson could actually beat a bear. His (laughs) his shit about if it doesn't work on a bear, it won't work in the ring. That shit's real. (laughs) Yes. Yep. He has yes locked a bear into submission. I could see Daniel Bryan doing that. Yeah. He studied with Captain Tibbs to learn how to do that. Yep. And you know what I could see Daniel Bryan wearing? Um, honestly, his crazy ass will probably go after them naked. <laughs> yeah. But you know what would make it even better is if Daniel Bryan wrestled a bear wearing some merch from merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, merch.aloadofpurebs.com is a website where you can go and support the Fight Boys. You can get our official merch over there and merch for all your favorite JWF superstars. And for the month of December, we have exclusive Christmas sweaters with all of the BS Network shows. Fun Fiction has one. Fight Boys has one. BS has one. We all... Have ugly Christmas sweaters over there for your convenience, and they're super fucking comfy. I need to order my new one. Uh, and you can get it for yourself over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Now, boys, Dylan's almost dead, so I feel like we need to hurry the show along, which means let's just go straight over to Captain Tibbs and Silver Spoon for another episode of JWF Monday Night War. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to JWF Monday Night War, I am your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by one bad mother, it's Captain Tibbs. It's the night, 
for wrestling. That's right, Tibbs, and we've got an absolutely fantastic night of wrestling ahead of us, especially after last week we saw an amazing open challenge for the JWF Captain's title, where the Dylan took on Mojo Gruff in a match that I honestly, I didn't know who was going to win, Tibbs. It was good after seeing what Mojo Gruff can do in the ring firsthand. I was very confused that he lost. That's right, Tibbs. In addition to that, we saw numerous other challenges made. We saw Guy Fieri going back after Brunch Boy Corbin after losing to him at the uh, at the Los Trios Tangos pay-per-view in what was a very one-sided match until Brunch Boy, of course, tossed Guy Fieri off of that ladder, grabbing that title and, and I'll say it, escaping with a victory. What do you think about it, Tibbs? Crazy that Brunch Boy has owned has uh, held on to the title for as long as he has, but he keeps finding a way to uh, remain the JWF champion. That's right, Tibbs. And Guy Fieri, I'll tell you, Guy Fieri is not happy about it, and he's in our ring right now. So let's have a listen. You know, I've been sitting in the back, struggling of something, thinking of something to say. Something to say when I got out here. Something to say that, I don't know, that a good guy might say, that a hero might say something that might motivate one of these kids to get up, go out, make a difference, but unfortunately, every time I kept running it back in my head, what should I say, what should I say, what should I say, I realized there's only one thing I need to say, and I need to say it to one specific person, and it's the fact that Brunch Boy can't beat me. Brunch Boy can't beat me. Brunch Boy can't beat me. And as much as he wants to say he beat me at Los Trios Tangos, we all know the truth, Baron. We all know that you escaped at Los Trios Tangos, and the only beating that happened that night was from Guy Fieri straight into your skull. You see, Baron, I bashed your head in that night with my fist. I dropped your ugly mug straight down onto a steel chair. And then eventually, I climbed that ladder and I had the JWF World Heavyweight Championship in my grasp. And then, Baron, you got one lucky shot. One lucky shot that lets you grab that title, stealing it away from me and leaving me laying, leaving me in a position where many called me a loser. But you see, I'm not a loser. You didn't beat me, brunch boy. All you did was grab your belt and run away like a coward. So as far as I'm concerned, I deserve a lot more than... Oh, Tibbs! Sounds like someone's coming out and it's someone who may not agree with what uh, what Guy Fieri is saying there. And it's brunch boy Baron Corbin. Mm, about to be brunch time. That's right. The two uh, former team tag team members jawjacking at each other. Oh, but wait! From out of nowhere, the rat sentient suddenly jumping. The king of Flavortown from behind laying down a huge assault is rat boy Connor and Victor. This is horrifying, Tibbs. I can't believe it. Brunch boy Baron Corbin for the last few weeks, he's been using the rat sentient. The Rat Sentient have been coming out and they've been joining up with Baron Corbin. And I hate it because I hate those rat men. That's right. Oh, but wait. 
Guy Fieri with a huge snack attack to Victor. That huge right hand putting him down. And oh my God, the strength of Fieri picking up. Rat Boy Connor stomping around the ring. And oh, Tibbs, he is staring Brunch Boy down as he nails it. That huge food fight slamming the skull of the Rat Boy down onto the mat. And it, oh my God, he's got the mic. And it looks like he is not done with Baron. You think that's funny, Baron? You think those two goons are going to give me a fight? Hell no. You see, the only person I want to see in this ring tonight, the only person I want to fight tonight is you. And you know something? I want you to prove that you can beat me. I'm begging you, Baron. I'm begging you. Get in this ring if you're so cocky. Try and beat me tonight just once, you son of a bitch. Well, Tibbs, looks like Guy Fieri has issued a challenge and... Baron Corbin obliging, actually walking down to the ring. Are we about to have a JWF title match? I didn't sign up for it. I mean, it, it should work. I mean, I is this Yes, I'll going? make it official if they want. That's right. Oh, but wait a minute. Oh, it looks like Brunch Boy actually deciding against it. Walking to the back. The chorus of booze raining down on him. Uh, leaving Fieri behind Tibbs. Let me ask you something. After last week running away after that attack, this week avoiding the ring, do you think Baron Corbin is scared of Guy Fieri? I think that uh, the way that I've seen our champion act for the last few weeks, uh, I think that Guy Fieri is right where he needs to be fighting for that championship. That's right, Tibbs. And in addition to that championship, let's talk about another prestigious championship and an old rivalry reignited as last week the reunited tag team of Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore the BS came together to challenge the new JWF tag team champions the VWO for their titles I mean we know that was that was one a, a long time ago a great rivalry the VWO versus the BS of course the BS eventually becoming the reason the VWO had to leave the company I mean Tibbs how do you feel about these two I have to tell you something, Sills. I know that Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore, they've got a long history together. They enjoy being a tag team. They can fight with the best of them when they're together. It kind of hurts my heart to see them not in a title picture of their own, but I know that as long as the BS are together, that they will rule the championship scene for the tag team title. That's right, Tibbs. But, of course, the VWO have remained silent ever since that uh, challenge was issued. But we've sent one of our top interviewers to ask him about it. So let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald here with the JWF Tag Team Champions, Griffin, Travis Clouds, the men known as the VWO. Now, boys, last week, the tag team known as the BS, Blake Tanner, Scotty Moore, they reunited, and they immediately challenge for those JWF tag titles around your waist and the world wants to know your response do you accept this challenge are the VWO willing to take on the BS hmm. uh, gentlemen g gentlemen please we, we we need an answer I I'm sorry mm -hmm. we can't just well, Tibbs, looks like the VWO completely ignoring it given McDonald the silent treatment oh but wait trying to walk away but the BS boys are on the scene and they are stopping the VWO uh, hey hey where you heading boys I mean you're being a bit rude I'm sorry the man 
The man asked you a question, and I think it's only fair you give him an answer. Uh, uh, hold on a minute, buddy. Yeah? I think that with all of my experience um, being on the commentary table, I kind of have a better way to ask questions. I think that I could groom myself to be more of a, uh, a backstage interviewer. Okay. So what I'm thinking is, to the VWO, let me ask you this question. Are you truly willing to get embarrassed by us, the BS, at the next pay-per-view? To the VWO, are you really, truly ready for the horrible, terrible beating that the BS are going to lay down upon you? I mean, after all, Scotty, you, me, we're the reason they got kicked out of the company in the first place. And after we take those tag team titles away from them... I think that they're going to regret coming back. Uh, okay, Blake, I'm lo- I'm loving what you're doing, loving the whole interview thing, loving the attitude, that hardcore bravado you got. But let's be honest, what if it's just a scheduling issue, my dude? I mean, I know me and you, we've had scheduling issues in the past, and we keep talking about fighting them at the next pay per view. But what if? What if they're just not available? What if they've got some big vape convention to go to? Or if they've got dinner plans over at their daddy's house? So you know what, Blake, I'll be honest. I think we should just make this easy on them. Mm. They're here tonight. Mm. We're here tonight. Mm. Why don't you boys just meet us in the ring, and then we will take those titles away from you. Just hey, whoa, whoa, like whoa, 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 hey, yo, watch it, hey, BS boys, it's those boys, those BS boys, hey, sorry to interrupt you guys there, uh, but sorry, Scotty Mo, hey, it's good to see you back again, buddy, oh, come here, <laughs> yeah, big palooka, yeah, but hey, uh, we got a, we got a teensy weensy problem that we got, which is for what you're suggesting there, eh? Hey, uh. Yeah, yeah, buddy, bro. But you see that teensy weensy problem? You see, it's the fact that you ain't at the front of the line, my lovely little Neapolitan ice cream over there. Ooh. You see, we are the front of the line. We are still owed our rematch for those titles. And if you want to face champions, then you're going to face us when we take him back from the VWO. Blake? Blake, who the hell are these guys? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, yo! Who are we? Who are we? Hey, that hurts, boy. Johnny, it seems that the BS boys need to do themselves a little research. Maybe they need themselves a little introduction as to who exactly bananas in pajamas are. Oh, I can. Oh, I can handle this. I can handle this because you see, my name is Johnny Bananas, the cream of the crop, and this here is my brother, the Big Daddy Joey Pajamas, and we are going to become the new JWF Tag Team Champions, and we are Bananas in Pajamas. Okay, wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. So, your name is Bananas? <laughs> yeah. And so that makes you Pajamas, I'm, I'm assuming. Hey, yeah, you got it. That Big Daddy, Joey Pajamas. No, 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 I got, I got, I got that. It's just, it's, 
bananas in pajamas. Like, not bananas and pajamas or bananas in pajamas. It's just bananas in pajamas. Oh, okay, look, you know what? If you want to introduce yourselves to us so badly, you got two options from what I see. You can either go outside, go up to the ticket booth and buy a meet and greet, or you can meet us in the ring later tonight. Yeah. Man, I really haven't paid attention to the JWF tag team title scene for a while. I'm sorry, guys. Because as far as we're concerned, you've got a shot for the JWF tag team titles, and we want that title shot. You, you know what I'm saying, of course. So, hey, just an idea, a question, something forming in my mind right now that I think could really work. How about next week, you put your title shot on the line against us, and we see who deserves to face the VWO at the barcade, because you know something, bananas in pajamas? No, no, I hear what you're saying. I, I'm... I'm just, I'm sorry, what exactly do we get from this? You know, we've got the title, we've got it. Like, we don't have to do anything to keep it. We can just wait till Barcade and hold on to it. If you win, that goes away, and if we win, we get nothing. Zilch. Nada. I'm not exactly seeing how B&P will benefit from this little transaction here. Hmm. We'll buy you free drinks for the rest of the night if you win. Boom. Hey, you have got yourself a deal, sir. Yes, sir. Bob. Hey, Johnny, you're going to get those free drinks for That's us. That's right, you buddy. We're going to have Jacob Hey, BS boys, we're going to take you on the Bananas in Pajamas party bus after we beat your asses. Oh, come on. We're going to get it. Come here, you big palookas. Let's get us a kiss. Yeah, come on. No, seriously, Blake. Who the fuck are those guys? Well, Tibbs, it looks like looks like we've got us an astounding match coming up next week as the BS take on the number one contenders, Bananas in Pajamas, for that rightful number one contendership spot. This is, sounds absolutely astounding, Tibbs. Silver Spoon, after I saw that whole backstage interaction, I don't know what's real and what's fake anymore. And coming from me, that is saying a lot. How in the world could Bananas in Pajamas have ruled the tag team title in the JWF for so long? I'm, I think it was only like two months, so it's not that bad, but still, I understand where you're coming from. But of course, speaking of champions, Tibbs, we talked about last week Mojo Gruff versus the Dylan. That absolutely astounding, that astounding open challenge that he had. I mean, Mojo Gruff impressing the JWF audience. Dylan putting on a bigger performance than we've seen in a long time. And uh, the Dylan's in our ring right now. And I think he's got a message for the JWF locker room once again. So, last week I rediscovered something again that I hadn't felt in a while. I, when I stood in this ring with Mojo Gruff, when I fought, Mojo Gruff. I felt his fighting spirit. I felt his desire to try to take what's mine from me. It ignited that fight in myself, that fighting spirit, that desire to prove that I am the best. Adrenaline flowing moment to moment. Eye on the prize, all that matters. And you know what? I I liked it. I want more. So I am going to again 
you know, call out to the back, send out an SOS. The lighthouse is lit. Who wants to sail the rough seas down to the ring and step in the ring with the captain tonight? All right, Tibbs. Looks like another open challenge, another match made for tonight. And huh. All right, uh, there's mu- Tibbs, there's music playing, but... Hey, you know, it sounds like that kind of wub crap that Greg from IT listens to. Oh, Tibbs, is that... Oh, God, it it is. It is, Greg. Hey, Greg from IT. Okay, wait, Tibbs, can an IT guy even go for the title? He's not a contracted wrestler. Like, he's not here to wrestle. He's here to fix our computers. Is this legal? Well, the way I see it, Sills, is human beings were just really complicated computers. That's right. So Greg from IT, he's fully in his purview to fix something that he sees is wrong, and that is him not having the JWF captain's title. That's right. I mean, Greg looked primed and ready to fight, but oh my god! Tibbs from out of nowhere, it looks like Canada Charlie assaulting Greg from IT with a steel chair. Tibbs, this was his debut match, and it got ruined by Charlie. This isn't right. Well, I don't think we'll be seeing Greg again. Oh, well. Hey. Don't hurt him too much, Charlie. He fixes the computers. That's all right. Oh, and it looks like the rest of the Canada crew coming out, joining him. Oh, my God, the Lumberjack scooping up Greg, and a huge Lumberjack slam, rushing the spine down onto that steel chair. Tim's Greg might be broken. No! Ball! Oh, Ball, and... why are you here, Ball? I've been speaking of Felix Ball. Looks like Charlie actually sending Felix Ball in after the Dylan. Oh, but wait! Dylan immediately stopping him in his tracks with a sick dick kick and Felix yeah. Ball dropping to the dropping to the mat, grabbing at his yeah. feathers. Kick him in the dick again, Dylan. Kick him in the dick as much as you want. Kick his dick off. Well, unfortunately, it looks like Charlie now sending the lumberjack after the Dylan. Oh, but wait, trying for that kick again, but unfortunately, lumberjack grabbing the leg of the Dylan and oh my god, huge choke slam putting down the captain's champion. If we keep this up, Canada Charlie may have an easy match tonight, Tibbs. No! More dick kicks! That's right. Oh, but wait now. Lumberjack isn't done. Picking him up for that Lumberjack slam. Oh, but wait! Dylan wriggling off of his shoulders, dropping down behind. And a huge upper dicker for the Redwoods' troubles. Yeah! That is how you fell a tree right there, Tibbs. And unfortunately, I guess that means there's only one man left. Canada Charlie. And Dylan looks like he has not even broken a sweat. As Charlie enters that ring, and let me tell you, your boy looks nervous, Tibbs. I'll tell you something, Sills. The captain is in the house, and it's not just me tonight. That's right, but wait a minute. Dylan actually offering a handshake to Canada Charlie. T- Tibbs, do you do you think Dylan actually approves of Charlie as a worthy competitor? Maybe. I mean, maybe he could just shake his hand and then kick him in the dick. Well, unfortunately, it looks like Charlie thinking that himself taking the handshake but ooh reversing it into a kick into the gut trying to set up for the Canadian DDT ooh but Dylan reversing into a beautiful suplex sending Charlie nearly halfway across the ring and now Charlie busted up in the uh in the uh, turnbuckle there Tibbs oh but wait a minute Felix Ball jumping back in the ring trying to get back into the action trying to go after Dylan once again but Dylan ooh ducking the attack and whipping Ball straight into Charlie. It looks like he's trying to make a Charlie sandwich with Felix Ball, Tibbs. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's right. And looks like Dylan's setting up for something. Oh, but the lumberjack with a huge clothesline from behind puts Dylan flat on his face. Now the lumberjack smirking, going to pick up the Dylan. Oh, but Dylan reverses it into a massive arm drag. Looks like he's bowling the lumberjack into that pile of humanity in the corner. Tibbs, he's got all three of them lined up. He stacked them all up in the corner, Tibbs. What's he doing? I don't know, Sills, but it's going to be glorious. Oh, and it looks like he is. He's got one leg. He's got both. He's setting up for it. A triple sick dick kick. Ooh, landing it on all three members of the Canadian crew, falling in a pile together. It looks like the captain's champion is amused by his work, putting his boot on Charlie's chest. Oh, hole in one. Yeah, close enough. Dylan counting a one, two, three. He can count to five. I mean, I don't know if that match was legal or not, but I'll be damned if the Dylan didn't come out on top, Tibbs. Silver Spoon, this, this is how you use dick kicking and dick punching to its full offensive capabilities. That's right, Tibbs. But of course, who knows what's going to come from the fallout of this. I mean, Greg from IT is, of course, still owed a championship match. Who knows what's going to happen as the BS take on Bananas and Pajamas next week, and who knows if Guy Fieri will ever be able to track down brunch boy Baron Corbin. But in order to find out all that, you're going to have to tune in next time to JWF Monday Night Wolf. Uh, so boys, it's been an episode. My voice is shot for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but what did you learn this week? Um, I learned that if you don't buy his fucking cookies, he will <laughs> actually murder you, Samoa Joe. That's, that's good to know. Uh, I, I've learned that uh, if you have Chuck Taylor spend enough time in Japan, eventually he just starts hitting people with chairs. And <laughs> I learned that the most dangerous initials in WWE on Christmas are RKO. <laughs> so Dylan can be found on Twitter at SexyChuckyT. Blake, where can they find you? At Blake A. Tanner on Twitter, you can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube, Darkroom V I D Y A. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S E O T T Y E M O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Queasel Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods, or go to AudibleTrial.com/slash BS Network. Get you a free 30-day trial and a free copy of any of my audiobooks. It supports us. You get something for free. It's a win-win situation, but if you want to support us elsewhere, there is, of course, the merch page and the Patreon, so check that out. Check out all the other shows at a load of purebs.com, and make sure to go to subscribe to the brand new Fun Fiction channel we just started up. Of course, Fun Fiction was our podcast about fan fiction and all that kind of fun stuff, but now it's a huge channel where we read out uh, different fanfics we like. We're probably going to start adding in, like, fan art stuff. So make sure to go subscribe to that as well, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes, and as always, you can find us at aloadofyourbs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofyourbs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Chuck Taylor, because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy. For life!